Peace and blessings, family. It is your ratchet, righteous goddess herself, Miss Dem Chakras, D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S, on all social media platforms, which is really just Instagram and Twitter, because I don't talk to y'all anywhere else. Um, Come kick it with me every weekday for your motivational minute each and every morning on uh, Instagram at Dem Chakras, D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. Um, this week's episode is actually inspired by a podcast that I listened to today, episode two of Dare Go Rosé. Shout out to my brother BJ. I love you, King. I love you. I love you. I love you. And to the King, Mr. Penrose Eanes. Hello, King. How are you? If nobody has told you today, King, let me be the first to say that I like you and I love you. And I thank the both of you for the conversation that you two had. And it got me to thinking about the, um, the moments of reflection that I could have with myself. So first, let me start off by saying that the episode, um, episode two, how many hands have been on your head, is probably one of the dopest episodes that I've ever heard in reference to two men having a conversation in podcasting. And this comes from somebody who listens to a plethora of conversations between men and how I thoroughly enjoy conversations between men because I like to get into the minds of these individuals. I love very much to hear what goes on in a male's mind because it better allows me to understand and comprehend them um, so that we can, you know, be able to to make the, the dream work. You know, teamwork makes the dream work. Um, but in this, I found that it was more so geared towards reflection in women and how many hands have been in your head in reference to oral sex. Um, and it was a moment of reflection for me because it got me to thinking about the hands that have been on my head. So um, to preface this conversation, um, I'll start off by giving a quick synopsis of the actual episode. But I want you guys to tune into that episode because that episode was amazing. Um, and within that episode, it was uh, them conversing about how women are molded. Right. Um, and a lot of the time the molding comes from uh your uh, molding comes from your hands. So that was the metaphor there. But also within the means of giving head, right, oral sex fellatio, the way that a man uh, deals with you when giving head to so how he grabs your head, right, or how he pats you on the head, that good girl moment. Um, how many hands have been on your head? And then in that, what was the character behind the man while he was doing this molding. So little do you know that these experiences have gifted you something. So I got to thinking again in these moments of reflection reflection about the hands that have been on my head and it fucked me up for a second because I'm just like, damn, a lot of the time in the man that I chose to lay down with during my selection process was a huge reflection of what I was dealing with, not dealing with, but what I was doing during that time. So first of all, let me say that I don't regret any hand that has ever been on my head and that in each experience that I've had sexually with any man has been a molding process for me because it has shaped me to either understand something that I enjoy sexually or a boundary that I now have to set for myself in dealing with that man there and any man that reflects the behaviors of that male. And how certain shit just don't fly with me. Like, I can't fuck with certain shit. And had I had known this before I started fucking on you, I would have never fucked on you. So I wanted to talk to you guys about the three lessons that I learned um, when fucking on someone, <laughs> basically. Um, but the three lessons that I learned, or the top three lessons that I learned um, in the molding of me, right, in dealing with these men. So the first is be selective in my selection so my sexual experiences have no limit. 
And that got me to thinking about the selection process that I go through and how I do kind of have this mental checklist that I have to go through, no matter if I'm just fucking on you this one time with no intention to ever call you again, or whether or not you and I are in something, you know, a bit more serious and I thoroughly enjoy you and I want to, you know, um, maybe gear a relationship from this or some type of partnership, you know, we, we might be in this shit for the long run. I might be fucking on you for a while, <laughs> but it got me to thinking about my selection process and my mental uh, checklist that I go through when dealing with any type of possible male partner. So again, first, let me say shout out to any man that has ever had his hand on my head, because I appreciate you for the lesson that you taught me within this molding. Um, my selection process is one that I feel like all women have, right? Like physically, you can't scare the fuck out of me when I look at you. Two, you have to gift me some sense of safety, which means I don't feel like you're going to rob me, rape me, or beat the fuck out of me. Um, and three, just that you are of some substance in me wanting to fuck on you. And it makes me think about the times that women have set certain limitations. Oh, I'm not sucking his dick because he's that type. Ma'am, you drink tap water. So <laughs> I sometimes don't understand the selection process that women go through past the mental checklist when it comes down to the limits that they then set with the person that they're going to be intimate with. Let me then preface that conversation in saying that I hope that we all understand the intellectual ignorance that some people possess when it comes down to intimacy. But that's another conversation for another day. What I'm saying in this is if you are going to be intimate with the person, why set limits within that that are something that you enjoy? So like, for instance, I enjoy giving head, right? Like sucking dick is something that I very much enjoy. Now, this is not me going out like this is not the invitation to my inbox for you to say, hey, I want you to suck my dick because y'all already know, like, I'm not that type of woman. And the fact is, though, I had to make that disclaimer for some of y'all is bothersome to me. But past that, I realized that. I am very selective about my partners before I even get into the bed with them so that I don't have to have any type of limits in what I enjoy with this person unless it's been discussed. So this is my thing. There are women who will lay down with the man, right? And will kiss him and be all up under him, but won't suck his dick. On the outside of that, or on the other side of that, there are men who will do everything to a woman sexually, but won't kiss her. The thing is, is that I am so selective within the process before I even fuck on you that I don't have to set this limit for myself. I enjoy sucking dick. I have not met a partner that I've had that does not enjoy having his dick sucked. Yes, based on the mood, there might be um, a situation in which I'm, we we not giving head tonight. You know, we just kind of want something quick. But aside from that, in those moments, if I want to put your dick in my mouth, I should entrust you enough with what you do with your penis to the point where I should want to put your dick in my mouth because I very much so please. So I'm selective before we even get to that point. There are things that a man must do in order for me to feel a certain type of way. If he, one, I don't deal with men who treat me like, like a slut, right? There are men out here who are fucking on women that they degrade. No man who has ever degraded me has ever had my body. Like that's just not a thing. Like, We'll get into that. But no man that has degraded me from the beginning has ever had my body. No man that has ever disrespected me from the beginning has ever had my body. No man that has ever mishandled me in the beginning has ever had my body. So in those moments where you are telling yourself that there is something about this man that you just can't put your finger on, which is going to then be the reason why you can't suck his dick, it's crazy to me. I'm not doing it. I am going through all of the... uh 
means of my checklist that I have to go through before I even get here so that I feel comfortable fucking on you. And I should want to fuck on you with no limits. The limits that we might have is that you don't want nothing in your ass and I might not want nothing in mine. The limit might be that we don't bring food into the bedroom. The limit might be that there are certain things that we just not doing in those means. But I, again, will say that I ain't never had a conversation with a partner that I've had where he's like, don't put my dick in your mouth. I've never gone to my partner like, don't let me put my pussy on your sideburns. I've never had a conversation with any of my partners where head has been off of the list because the selection process was just that. We entrust each other enough to fuck on each other enough to the point where we don't have to set limits. If you have to set the limit that you cannot do something with the person based on something that they're doing, why are you fucking on them to begin with? That's crazy to me. And I ask that you consider having a checklist that you have to go through and having a selection process for your partners so that you respect your pussy enough so that it has the responsibility to respond to the man that you feel like you're able to fuck on. Get it together. Same thing for men. Sir, you are able to have a criteria for the women that you fuck. Just because she got a pussy and a pulse does not mean that that is, that's the goal. Like she might be a goal, but that don't mean that you got to do anything with it. Like, listen. The level of respect that you have to have for yourself in reference to having any type of sexual relations with anybody, I feel like has to be to a high standard. It's way too many STDs and it's way too many uh, crazy ass motherfucking people out here who feel like they have some type of entitlement to people um, to, to be risking your life over some pussy or some penis. Like I'm personally just not doing it. So through life, I've understood that in the... Um, conversations that I've had with men or coming across certain men, like my entire sexual experience, like from the time I was 14 and started fucking until now, I've been selective. Like I've always been selective, even in one night stands, like I have been selective. And it's just because I am really fucking afraid of getting something that I can't get rid of. And I'm really afraid of somebody like beating me the fuck up. Like I'm, I'm right there. There are things that I'm fearful of. And because, and the older I get, I'll say, because I have a certain level of respect for myself and my body now, my selection process is way more extensive. So there are certain things that I'm just not running into, like certain problems I'm not running into. And it's because I take the time. However, there are moments where you don't really know who you fucking on, which makes me fall into really a Lesson number two, <laughs> niggas portray gods. Gods are never portrayed as niggas, right? And and I look at this as the false positive. And this is probably one of the more so recent lessons that I've had to learn that have fucked me over in a way where I had to really reflect on this shit. Again, shout out to any nigga who's ever had, and I don't mean to say nigga, shout out to any man <laughs> who's ever had his hands on my head. And the reason why I say that is because I have come across men who were really on some like God-like shit. And when I say that, I mean like all of his ducks are in a row. A couple of his ducks might be misaligned, like a little a little bit off the straight and narrow, but still within the degree of which we can call it a straight line. He's been there. But I've also come across some men who after the fact, like after I fucked on him, showed me their true colors and 
no reason should I have regretted the the moment, right? Because something has come from it. Anytime that you experience something, the mistake comes in not being able to find the success in the experience. So I have always learned to find something to be grateful for in the means of experience with anybody because in that I was able to learn something. And through these lessons, I have either developed something that I want to consistently do over and over again because it reaps a reward or there's a negative consequence towards these actions and I don't want to feel that again. So I don't ever regret these moments. What I'm saying is that when men, these men that I've dealt with, when I've uh, fucked on them, right? They either act a certain different type of way um, or they start to show, I guess, their true colors, right? And their true colors really aren't that much offset than the colors that they were when I first started fucking on them. It's just that they start to get a bit more comfortable. I'd have had your pussy now so I can kind of like let loose. Like I can take my shirt off, you know, like take my socks off. I can kick them around. I can open your refrigerator a little bit, you know, metaphorically and literally speaking. Um, They get comfortable and I also get comfortable. So we in this comfortability may have come across things that we don't like about each other or things that we do like about each other. But in all of this, we have started to uh, hit a certain line with one another. So now we here, right? We here, we fucked on each other. Here we are. I have had moments where there's been this false positive that this nigga here has portrayed God-like qualities. His ducks were in a row. He met my mental criteria, my spiritual criteria, all these things. I fucked on him. He got comfortable. And now he's showing me that he still has shit to work on. And I can't keep fucking on his potential, right? Which brings me to lesson three. So I'm just going to encompass these two. So technically, it's really two hard lessons I had to learn with fucking on people. And the men, again, shout out to the men who have ever had that hands on my head the representative always fucks better the representative always fucks better the representative is always the representation of the dick that he has the ability to give you at all times but i'm gonna fuck you like you act because i've been fucked like the bitch okay i've been fucked like the mistress i've been fucked like a, a hard-working woman i've been fucked like the woman he loved i've been fucked like the woman he lust i've been i've been fucked okay and this is on some honest shit and this is me just making the statement that the representative fucks better like that that's the true statement he has the ability to fuck you like this at all times he has the ability to dick you down with this much expression all the fucking time but here he is after getting comfortable he don't want to fuck on you like that no more now he can't fuck on you the same. The way that he fucking on you now might have a little less emphasis in it. He didn't got a little bit, you know, comfortable. And that's his accountability partner. You ain't checking in with his ass. You're accepting less than dick. Yes, he had a hard day, so he might only want to stroke you from the side. That's fine. But the same enthusiasm you gave me, the same type of verbiage you gave me, I need, if you can't give me 100%, I'm not accepting anything less than a 75. I need C-level dick and or greater at all points. But the representative was out this bitch giving honor roll, valedictorian, summa cum laude, okay? He was out this bitch dropping that dick off at me. I want to always fuck on the representative just like he always want to fuck on my motherfucking representative because at this point, we might be pulling out tips, tricks, dips, chips, all types of shit, right? The representative just always seems to fuck better. And in in that, I've learned that in these experiences and in this molding that the representative that I come off as has to be true. Okay? Like, and in that... There's a certain level of accountability that I want my partner to always have with me. So if I'm, if I'm fucking on you a certain type of way, if I start fucking on you differently, hold me accountable for that. Like, 
if it happens one time, check in with me. Hey, is everything okay? If it's consistently happening, I need you to check in with me because I might not even realize that I'm doing it. There might be something really going on with me. And yes, we've had the conversation once and I told you that it was something that I've been experiencing. But how far into the experience am I in to the point where now I'm distracted from being able to please you in the way that I'm used to pleasing you? Now, if you fucking on me a certain type of way and then I fuck on you another time after that and it ain't nothing like the first time, I'm holding that ass accountable or rip. What the fuck is going on? Not who you fucking, what you've been doing, are you okay? Because again, sometimes people's mental state, sometimes people's spiritual state can affect them being able to go to that place that they go to when they represent themselves in the bedroom. But what I'm saying is past that on some real low frequency shit. When I met you, you wasn't fucking me like this. You was fucking me like you had a point to prove. Now the point is proven that your ass is comfortable and I don't like that. Okay, so I suck your dick with my bonnet on. Okay, if you don't like that, then tell me to take my bonnet off. But we're not talking about that. What we're talking about is the fact that though in this, in this experience that I'm having with you, you eating my pussy like you tired and it's three o'clock in the afternoon and we've been off all motherfucking day. Do you need a nap? Do you need a cup of Kool-Aid with a little bit of extra sugar in it? Do you need some pep in your step and some glide in your stride in order to be able to lick this conchi? correctly sir what is it what is it that is necessary in order for you to be able to get back to what it was if what it is is that you have now gotten comfortable then the representative that i was fucking on before i want to talk to him what is his extension because he's not here anymore and i don't like what the fuck i'm fucking on there's a difference there's a difference sometimes in men and i've noticed that again i don't regret anything that I've ever done with any man but these are two hard lessons that I've had to learn and that I now reflect on in the molding of me where I've started to understand that my selection process has a lot to do with my process and being able to fuck on a representative in order to be able to pull something from it to or in order to want to be able to fuck on him again if my selection process is so and this is I'm experiencing this now. Like this is live and in person as I'm recording this. What I'm starting to understand is that if my selection process is based on the representative that you are going to place in front of me, then did my molding come from you or did my molding come from the representation of you? And if that's the case, who I've been fucking on this entire time? And if I wasn't holding you accountable for the way that you was dicking me down in the beginning, was that the reason for you then getting comfortable? Hmm. I'm going to really have to look into that. But I say that to say this, that anytime you find yourself wanting to have sex with anybody in those moments where you're just like, hmm, I, I don't suck dick. I don't do that often. Yes, you do own that. And nobody's saying that you got to be out here like, hey, look at me. I suck dick. You don't have to put it on a shirt. But what I'm saying is that if you come across a person that you really want to fuck on and you want to give them head there is no reason why you have, there is something about this person that has limited you from wanting to do just that. Your selection process should be way greater than what it is now to the point where you've even had to set the limit. So let's think past the limit, right? Let's let's think about being limitless. There's no limitations in, in this head giving category here. If you really, really checked into the bare minimum at minimum of the person that you're fucking on. And if you fucked on them once and you, then you fuck on them again, and I'm talking about from a head standpoint, is his molding then that of the representative or is his molding that of him? Because every man has the possibility and the responsibility, honestly, to always be something like the representative. Everybody has their off days, but you should be, if not always, the representative that you send, if not greater. 
So don't come at me with the bullshit. Like come at me how you are. You know, like don't don't give me the false positive. Don't give me the facade. Like I want to fuck on the real representation of you. Like that is what I want to enjoy. If I'm giving you this head, if I'm giving you my all, I don't want to have to set limits with you and I shouldn't have to set limits with you. So really, this was like a, a learning moment with me. And a lot of this is just like really uh, organized rambling. But it got me to thinking like that conversation really got me to thinking about those moments in which I have allowed a man to put his hands on my head and either face fuck me. Like, let's be honest. Or even just that good girl pet like outside of the bedroom what was his molding with me to the point where I felt comfortable enough with him and it's because he was within my reason and he fit a certain criteria to the point where I entrusted his penis in my mouth so it's those moments it's those means of knowledge in which I know enough about myself and my gut feeling to the point where I feel good about what it is that I'm getting ready to do in order for you to feel good so just be mindful, like really be mindful of the people that you fucking on. These are two of the hardest lessons that I've ever had to learn <laughs> when it came down to um, sucking dick. Like, and those people that I choose to. And I'll be honest and say that any man that I've ever laid with has gotten head. And it's because I'm very selective about that process. You You got to meet a certain criteria before I even think to lay down with you. And entrust that what I'm doing with you is what I do with you. And what I do with you, I do well. And the selection process was that of, again, at minimum, enough in order to get you here. Now, I'm not saying that my pussy is a present. My pussy is a gift because I don't believe in rewarding you for that. Don't treat my pussy as a means of like compensation for your good behavior. What I'm saying is that if we are grown and in this, we're doing this and doing it, then I should want to do everything with you other than the things that we've discussed that we don't want to do with one another. So just be mindful of that. How many hands have been on your head? And within that number, how many of them have really been of some type of substance in molding you Why are you fucking on? I love y'all and I'll see y'all next week.